Hello, welcome back to Sunday Scripture from All Saints Catholic Church here in Dallas, Texas. Each week, our ministry team reads through and reflects on the upcoming Mass readings for Sunday. Today, we're looking at the Mass readings for Ascension Sunday, May 16th, 2021. You can find readings at usccb.org and follow along with us or by clicking in the description. Uh, yep, the little link that's there. Be sure to go ahead, subscribe, follow, share, do all those fun things for us. And uh, we're going to go ahead and jump right into the readings. Our first reading this week is from the first chapter of Acts of the Apostles. In the first book, Theophilus, I dealt with all that Jesus did and taught until the day he was taken up, after giving instructions through the Holy Spirit to the apostles whom he had chosen. He presented himself alive to them by many proofs after he had suffered appearing to them during 40 days and speaking about the kingdom of God. While meeting with them, he enjoined them not to depart from Jerusalem, but to wait for the promise of the Father about which you have heard me speak. For John baptized with water, but in a few days you will be baptized with the Holy Spirit. When they had gathered together, they asked him, Lord, are you at this time going to restore the kingdom to Israel? He answered them, it is not for you to know the times or since that the Father has established by his own authority. But you will receive power when the Holy Spirit comes upon you, and you will be my witnesses in Jerusalem, throughout Judea and Samaria, and to the ends of the earth. When he had said this, as they were looking on, he was lifted up, and a cloud took him from their sight. While they were looking intently at the sky as he was going, suddenly, Two men dressed in white garments stood beside them. They said, Men of Galilee, why are you standing there looking at the sky? This Jesus who has been taken up from you into heaven will return in the same way as you have seen him going into heaven. And our responsorial psalm comes from Psalm 47. God mounts his throne to shouts of joy, a blare of trumpets for the Lord. All you peoples, clap your hands, shout to God with cries of gladness. For the Lord, the Most High, the Awesome, is the great King all over all the earth. God mounts his throne to shouts of joy, a blare of trumpets for the Lord. God mounts his throne amid, amid shouts of joy, the Lord amid trumpets blast. Sing praise to God, sing praise, sing praise to our King, sing praise. God mounts his throne to shouts of joy, a blare of trumpets for the Lord. For king of all the earth is God, sing hymns of praise. God reigns over the nations, God sits upon his holy throne. God mounts his throne to shouts of joy, a blare of trumpets for the Lord. Our second reading comes from Paul's letter to the Ephesians. Brothers and sisters, may the God of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of glory, give you a spirit of wisdom and revelation, resulting in knowledge of him. May the eyes of your hearts be enlightened, that you may know what is the hope that belongs to his call. What are the riches of glory in his inheritance among the holy ones, and what is the surpassing greatness of his power for us who believe? In accord with the exercise of his great might, which he worked in Christ, raising him from the dead, and seating him at his right hand in the heavens, far above every principality, authority, power, and dominion, and every name that is named, not only in this age, but also in the one to come. 
And he put all things beneath his feet and gave him as head over all things to the church, which is his body, the fullness of the one who fills all things in every way. Now our gospel comes from Mark chapter 16. Jesus said to his disciples, Go into the whole world and proclaim the gospel to every creature. Whoever believes and is baptized will be saved. Whoever does not believe will be condemned. These signs will accompany those who believe. In my name they will drive out demons, they will speak new languages, they will pick up serpents with their hands, and, they w- and if they drink any deadly thing, it will not harm them. They will lay hands on the sick, and they will recover. So then the Lord Jesus, after he spoke to them, was taken up into heaven, and took his seat at the right hand of God. But they went forth and preached everywhere, while the Lord worked with them, and confirmed the word through accompanying signs. Go ahead and pause here to take a minute to reflect, either by yourself or with those around you, on those readings, and think about what's interesting, what things may have stuck out to you, what questions you may have. We have already had a chance to do that, so we're going to go ahead and jump right into the reflections. I think what stood out to me was in the first reading um, from Acts of the Apostles. The line in the second half, um, when they asked uh, Jesus if he was going to restore the kingdom right now. Um, And Jesus told them, it's not for you to know the times or the seasons that the Father has established by his own authority, but you'll receive power when the Holy Spirit comes upon you. And just that reassurance of us not knowing every single moment and each thing that's going to happen, but because our trust is in Jesus and like knowing that things are planned out and just keeping our faith in him of everything he gives us is good um, and he wants to fulfill the desires of our hearts. Um, That he's going to give us the Holy Spirit and he's going to give us what we need at the time that we need it. Um, Not necessarily on our own calendars and our timelines because while that would be dandy, um, I'm sure just Jesus laughs at us when we want to know things at a specific time. Um, But he's going to give it to us when we need it and why we need it and how it's going to all pan out because he's got the whole story written. Um, We just have to trust in him and not in our own um, weaknesses and what we think um, is going to be best. So, and not our will, but his will. Um, Yeah, kind of along the lines of that you're saying, I like that idea of like um, being intentional, like God's will is intentional. It's not just something that happens for no good reason, you know. Um, but with that idea of like, in, what's the word intentionality? Maybe am I making that up? No, intentionality. With that idea of intentionality, I'm thinking of something that stuck out to me in the psalm. Is the repeated use of trumpets, and that's kind of random. But I was like, also trying to think about, think about it in the sense of they didn't just say like, grab your flutes or like whatever <laughs> instrument they had that's at the time. Grab your guitars, your banjos, whatever. It's very intentional use of not only the like what's the word the most um the loudest or like the strongest instrument it's the clearest instrument and like the sound of victory in ancient israel at the time so just with that like being super intentional and knowing like this is a sound of victory this isn't just something that they picked up or just some random instrument that they thought would make sense at the time you know it's all kind of circling back and focusing in on God's victory. Yeah, I like that. I, I hadn't thought about trumpets in particular, of like why they 
use that because there's other places where they do say flutes and stuff but that's that's kind of cool one of the things i also like with these readings is um just that we have two parallel accounts of the ascension um thanks to the way they broke up uh, luke's gospel with the book of acts um, the ascension is in acts so it's the first reading in the gospel uh, we get these two different accounts of the ascension and what jesus said right before he ascended um and i love that it's it's a little bit different, but it's more, you, you know, you see that the same thing is happening in these two accounts, and they're, these are both second-hand accounts, but um, it's really very, very cool that in both, you know, the the thing that he's saying is his last words, you know, in that he's been speaking the last couple of years to them, his last words that way are, go and proclaim the gospel, um, go make disciples of all nations, and it's going to be weird and it's going to be hard and you're going to have to do some stuff that you wouldn't normally do, but I'm going to make it happen. And, uh, until I come back, that's, that's your job. You know, everything else, you know, you can worry all you want about what day I'm going to come back, uh, or whatever it is that they asked him in Acts. Um, he says, but just the only thing you really need to worry about at this point from now until whenever I come back is, you know, living that mission, um, love one another, love your, your neighbor, love God, and uh, go make disciples uh, and just trust that he's going to give you everything you need for that and anything beyond that he's taken care of on his own time, um, which is just very cool. And I appreciate that. Um, well, and I, I think, too, it just gets into, like, trust, that this whole time they've been with Jesus, you know, for these three or four years or whatever it was, um, you know, they've, they've had him physically there uh, in a way that they could ask him questions, they could you know talk to him, um, they could hug him or whatever, and he's, he's there, he's really with them, and not that he's, um, you know, he's giving us the Holy Spirit, but he, it's really he's dropping us or these disciples off in the deep end, in a way. He's he's saying, all right, everything up till now has been good, but for this next phase, I can't be here, um, and so, you know, it's taken off the training wheels, if you will, uh, and allowing them to. Uh, to go and do the mission on their own without him there in the same way. But of course he still gives them the spirit. Um, so it's just a, it's a good example of trust and being willing to know that um, God is going to give you whatever you need to do his mission and to to be holy and to you know, have a good life. Yeah, I think for me the theme that I'm kind of getting, or at least that, that's kind of standing out to me um, is the idea that this, this is confirmation in a lot of ways, right? So we, we know that, and I, I think there's sometimes um, some misunderstanding of when we receive the gifts of the Spirit. Um, you know, a lot of times you'll hear people say that, like, oh, you're getting confirmed, and that's your adulthood into the church, or it, we almost treat it like a, a bar mitzvah in, in some way. It's like, oh, congratulations, you made it. This is your rite of passage. Um, and because you made it, you received the gifts of the Holy Spirit, even though you were baptized. And when you were baptized, it's very clear in the baptismal promises that you received the Holy Spirit. Um, I think what it is, is it's almost like a follow me for a second. <laughs> The disciples are Jesus's Justice League or Avengers, right? He's got these guys. He's been with this whole time. They've received the Holy Spirit by being around him, right? So we know that that 
they, they receive the Holy Spirit at the Last Supper through all of the conversation and everything that's happening. This is confirmation, where suddenly the gifts that they have that might have been laying kind of dormant inside of them are now activated, right? Like, now they understand who they are as superheroes and things like that, right? And, and we see it happen, right? Because ne- now what's going to happen after this passage in Acts of the Apostles from Luke is they're going to go out and they're going to change the world. I mean, they start baptizing people by the thousands after this, right? They're healing people just by walking by them and their shadows being cast on them. I think in reading all of this, though, and in recognizing that and in seeing that, and even when we have, like, what it says in Ephesians of, like, the idea that um, God has been given all of this uh, power over dominions and authorities and all of these things, they are enlightened and they know what their call is. And they're picking up the serpents and they're healing the sick and they're raising the dead. They're doing all these things. How many people would look at their relationship with Christ right now and say that that's what they're capable of doing? How many of us would look at it and say, I can, I can heal the sick or I can raise the dead or I can you know, grab snakes, whatever it is that it, that's out there. But how many people, even those listening to this podcast right now, most of us have either been baptized or been confirmed, but we don't feel like that's something that we have. But we've been given the same spirit as the disciples. And so what's happened? Like, why have we forgotten how to activate that superpower that's inside of us? It's almost like uh, in the movie The Incredibles, the kids, right? They have the superpower. They kind of even know that they have the superpower, but they're not allowed to use their superpower, so they don't use the superpower. That's where we're at. We all have this. We're all aware that it's a thing. But what are we doing about it? And do we believe enough in ourselves and in what we're talking about to really activate those things? You know, I have friends that are Catholic that are like, I've never seen any of these things happen. And I was able to witness great healings when I was in Houston with one of our priests that they started doing a healing mask. He had a brain tumor and was completely healed of it. And he started healing people at the Mass, and it was incredible. And so it's one of those things that, do we actually understand and believe what this reading is about and what it's saying and who we are and, and who we belong to and what we are capable of? And I, and I, I struggle with it myself, right? Like, I forget sometimes of, of, you know, all of us just went through a pandemic, and it was some of the worst things any of us have ever had to deal with in terms of anxiety and um, being so isolated and different things like that. But do, do we recognize that in all of those struggles, we could turn to Christ to help us through those things? And I, I think that's really what I'm, I'm getting out of these readings is, man, we're, we're all blessed with this superpower of the Holy Spirit. Now what are we going to do about it? All right, well, that's all we've got to say about the readings for today if you have questions or comments or would like to know more about some of the insights that we had you can always email us and ask any of those questions we thank you for joining us for our sunday scripture reflection today be sure to join us again next week for pentecost sunday and we can't wait to see you then i always struggle with that yeah you can't actually (laughs) see anything we can't wait for you to listen at us yeah listen to us We can't wait to talk at you again. There you go.
Bye, guys. Have a great Can't week. wait to see you again. God bless. Bye.